All right, so we are here for Tonecast number 33. Our topic today is, is guitar dying? So that's a, that's a crazy topic. And uh, full disclosure, this is our second or third take on this episode. So we are, we're trying to uh, fix some audio stuff. And, and uh, you may have seen this episode pop up for a second and then disappear. So <laughs> that's what happened. We are uh, working out some stuff here in the, uh, the studio, kind of setting up some mics and learning to talk better into the microphones and that kind of stuff. So, hey, Marco, how's it going? Hey, everyone. How are you doing out there? Well, welcome uh, welcome back again to, to this is now your second podcast. So how are you feeling after that, uh, after that first one? Are you kind of getting used to this now? Is it still kind of new? Yeah, I'm feeling more comfortable in, in this, in the hot seat, I guess, so to speak, in front of the microphone. I'm not used to hearing myself so loud, but uh, this this has uh, been fun so far. Awesome. Yeah, well, it's been great to... Kind of like we said last uh, last show, we were just kicking off the podcast again and looking forward to kind of creating some new content, some new shows, new interviews, things like that. So um, why don't you uh, just tell us a little bit about the uh, social media places that you can find us? Well, um, as you maybe can expect, you can find us on YouTube and on Facebook and Instagram and i Believe those are the bigger ones. If there's yeah, some I'm missing, I don't think you're missing too much. I don't. We don't do Snapchat, not uh, Twitter. Well, nothing. we do Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Twitter. So okay. we do. I guess that's another one that uh, you can find us at. Most of, most of those websites are are the website and then backslash Porter Pickups. I think we have hmm. Porter Pickups pretty, on all of those. Um, pretty easy to find us if you want to definitely. Find us. <laughs> and obviously uh, PorterPickups.com. You can check us oh, out yes. at PorterGuitars.com as well. So a uh, couple different things with our different uh, different projects. As as most of you know, we. We have a guitar now, and uh, so you can check us out uh, at those various places. Um, be sure to hit us up on the, the community tab at porterpickups.com. You'll see the Tonecast link. Um, you can leave comments there. We are actually going to suggest that you uh, leave some comments on this topic, and we would love to do some follow-up kind of segments in future shows uh, because this topic we're going to get into is pretty pretty, pretty hairy. <laughs> it's, it's very interesting. So... Um, We'd love to have that from you. We'd love to uh, get your feedback on future shows or, hey, you should interview this guy or, hey, what, have you thought about this topic, that kind of stuff. So before we get into our topic, uh, we mentioned last show kind of wanting to get to know you a little bit more. So why don't you talk a little bit about uh, kind of your, I mean, you mentioned a little bit about, you know, how long you've been playing, that kind of stuff. But why don't you talk a little bit more about your gear and kind of uh, your your guitar inspiration? Okay. Well, I do have quite a bit of gear now, 10 years in. And uh, I just, I guess I'll start with my first guitar. It, it's this uh, Black Dean Flying V. It's like the X series. It was like 150 bucks. I just wore my parents down, and they uh, got it for me. And I mean, we were out guitar shopping, and I think it was just a little bit more than they wanted to spend because they thought I was going to quit. And I, I love rubbing that in their face still to this day. That you know, I'm still 10 years in, and I haven't quit. Um, and I have. Like I'm mostly a seven string guy. I like playing acoustics. I I play some bass and some some ukulele. You know, I just like to make a bunch of racket. Nice. So, yeah. So what right now do you think is your favorite guitar that you own? Ooh man, hmm. it's got to be. Well, probably my set my seven string my Jackson soloist seven string. It's got like a red quilt maple top and you know. Just some active pickups in it that I'm not too crazy about, but hey, they work. So excellent. Well, I mean, we know, we know some people. If you need new pickups, yeah. we uh, we have a few connections that <laughs> we could we could probably utilize. Um, what about uh, 
What about kind of uh, your favorite stuff that you've played in the shop? I know we, we kind of have a collection of stuff here in the shop. So what are you digging right now that we have uh, hanging on the wall in the shop? Well, we recently got those Sublime guitars in. I don't know if you guys have checked those out. Go ahead and check Sublime Guitar Company out if you haven't. They, they're making some really awesome stuff for for the price point that they're offering them in. We got a Onyx Chieftain in the Delano Blue Tomcat. Yeah, Tomcat Deluxe. Tomcat Deluxe. They're both Deluxe models, so they're kind of on the upper end. And I really have been liking that uh, that Chieftain. I've, I've been playing it before I leave the shop every day, you know. Because there's lots of cool amps here. I mean, we've got a Tyler and we've got this old Mojo trainer amp that that's Brian Brian's had forever. And yeah, there's just tons of cool gear here that it's it's so easy to just get lost playing here when you're like, oh yeah, I should probably be going home now. Yeah, or you're just as long as you're not la- not on the clock, you know, and you're yeah. just like jamming <laughs> over there, like hey, we should probably build some pickups instead <laughs> of just jam. Um, that's been one of the weird things for me. I, I've talked to a lot of people about that. Um, they're like, hey, do you play? It's like, yeah, I still play, but I, I don't play as much as I used to because I'm working on, on guitar mm. stuff. But it's really weird because right next door to all the work that we're doing is a bunch of guitars and a bunch of fun guitars. Mm-hmm. And sometimes um, I think you're better at that than I am, like just forgetting to go and play sometimes. You know, I'm like, that's uh, that's another topic for another yeah, show, I think. But, but it's, it, that's one thing I've been thinking about a lot because, you know, a lot, a lot of times what we're doing as a company, we're trying to create products that inspire people and, of course, we want to be inspired ourselves and fall in love with guitar all over again and gear and all that stuff. And so it's it's definitely cool to to be able to jump over there and jam from time to time. Mm-hmm. I don't think even we've ever had like a shop jam with everyone here. That We, we should do that yeah. sometime, maybe record it. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> maybe. That'd be fun. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Depends on how it turns out, right? <clears throat> well, let's jump into... Uh, the topic of the day, um, which is, uh, is guitar dying? That's our, our, we call it our clickbait kind of thing. Like, oh, maybe you wonder, wonder what they're going to say about yeah, this, this topic, you know, and it's been kind of on both of our minds a lot lately. I mean, one being, you know, that we're a gear company and, and we're always keeping track of industry trends and what's happening with, uh, different companies in the gear industry, what's happening with, um, our own company and how we kind of adapt to new things and new, uh, limitations or, you know, finding new customers. It's like, it's the same challenge for, for every company, but, um, you've seen a lot of like doom and gloom kind of stuff lately. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was a, a lot of great, uh, feedback from, from the NAM show that everyone was really excited about the NAM show. And, but with, uh, you know, Gibson was not at the NAM show this year. And so people started wondering what's going on. And then you see all these articles within the last few weeks about, uh, you know, their, they're struggling financially. They owe a bunch of money to a bunch of people. And so it's, uh, you know, and, and I read kind of like trade magazines from the gear industry, kind of uh, mm-hmm. things like that. You know, it talks about, oh, this many guitars were sold last year and then this many were sold this year. And the difference was, uh, you know, something like a half a million guitars less were sold mm-hmm. uh, last year than the year before. And so, um, and then you see, you know, you see rock stars dying off and, and, and people are kind of wondering, well, what's the future of guitar with digital music and, and all sorts of things? So so let's dive into that topic. I know it's a huge topic. And um, like we said, this is our second shot at, at talking about it. So I think we kind of have some perspective from the previous recording that mm-hmm. did not sound, the audio didn't sound good. So now we're trying to figure out, to, okay, how do we do this topic over again? I don't, I don't think we'll necessarily uh, need to cover anything new, but um, let's talk about just... Uh, you know, we could start with um, 
you know, the, the fact that the industry has changed quite a bit. You know, um, you spent some time in the last year or so working for a retail shop. You play a lot and you also work for a gear company. So what's your kind of perspective on where things are at in terms of the electric guitar as a whole? Well, things are definitely changing. I, I think that we're kind of more obviously moving away from the old way of doing things where you needed to have the, you know, you needed to go on sales trips and go around the country and shake hands and, and be like, oh, people try my product and stuff like that. And you would go and find dealers and then these dealers would be stocked. And it's like more of an, uh, I don't know, it seems like more legwork. And now because of social media and tools like that and Instagram and eBay, I mean, and that stuff's been around for a while, sure. But now it's like really in full swing, I think, with in regards to you know every industry, every industry has been impacted by these platforms and and um, and so there's like a need of like instant gratification and and now some guitar companies you can buy direct from the website and it's like you don't even have to have a dealer you know you don't even have to go to you know get Guitar Center or whatever I don't know if we can say names of places oh, but oh yeah oh yeah we're fine and then it's like you hear stories of Guitar Center also struggling and I mean and. One of their main brands that they carry is Gibson, and and they're not doing so well. They're just, I, I feel like every time that they try to innovate, it just kind of ends up flopping on them a little bit. And, and you know, it's not their fault. I'm not sure what they're doing or who's who's in charge there, but uh, it uh, it's just like they're not quite staying relevant, and things are really changing around them. I think. What's what's kind of interesting to me, and and we've sort of experienced this launching in guitar last year and trying to do some. Some different elements to the guitar and some different, um, you know, innovations or designs is that, you know, us as guitarists, as as a general like observation, we're pretty stuck in our ways. You know, we we like the same shapes, we like the same headstocks, we like the same you know pickups and and all that kind of stuff. I mean, a lot of people have different guitars, but you you know, how many people are making something that kind of looks like a Strat or something that kind of yeah. looks like a Les Paul? There's sort there's sort of that, um, you know, there's a reason for that because those are what's selling. You know, it's like the joke was like, do we need any more Relic, you know, Strat companies right now? Mm-hmm. And they keep popping up and there's keep, there's more and more of them. And and so that's kind of telling about the industry is like, you know, there is a ton of unique stuff coming out. You know, I feel like, I feel like there's enough people out there that are stubborn enough to create new shapes and new head socks and... Mm-hmm. Different kind of, you know, I've seen some laser top guitars, you know, with laser patterns and, you know, fancy colors and things like that. Guitars made out of skateboards. Yeah, and... yeah, all that stuff. And and I think that, to me, that's, you know, if you look at that, you could say, well, guitar isn't really dying in terms of, like, the innovation from from some of these smaller indie companies. I think they're they're doing something different. And you hope that maybe those type of companies can survive, that they can, you know, sustain themselves uh, up against some of the big powers and things like that, but uh, you know, companies have have changed and they've adapted. You look at kind of a lot of these companies that have like an import line now. You know, PRS has the SE line, and and um, Fender has obviously had all sorts of different uh, overseas Variations. versions of their guitars, um, and they've had to adapt and change because you know it used to be like if you wanted this guitar, this is how much it was, and now you can you can get something that looks like that at a different price point, and so I feel like people have adapted and changed. Uh, but it does it does feel like overall that guitar is like 
struggled a little bit. Um, you know, like even me growing up in the as a kid in the '90s, you know, getting into music, it was kind of like the the grunge phase, and and uh, you know, they're still kind of like the the famous rock stars, but they were a little younger and they were still playing a lot, and so it seemed like a time where you know, even though maybe I'm not a fan of as much of that music now as I was when I was <clears throat> in it, back then, um, there was a lot of people picking up guitar because of Nirvana, because of Green Day and things like that. Even, you know, even though now maybe it's not their favorite band, maybe that's what got them into guitar. Mm-hmm. That's what kept them playing. And, and um, you know, there's, there's still a lot of bands out there, but I feel like um, it almost is like it, even though we have access to more and more music, maybe it's just harder to discover new music or guitar isn't put, you know, to the forefront of a lot of new music. You know, obviously there's a lot of digital stuff. There's a lot of keyboards. There's a lot of synth and, you know, some of that stuff. And so, you know, when we, when we talked about this topic, it was literally like, you know, we could go on a million rabbit trails because there's not one, you know, if we were to make an argument, you know, if it was a back and forth argument, it would be, you know, if I'm arguing that guitar is dying and you're you're saying it's great, you know, <laughs> we would have, we would both have a million arguments that we could make on either side. Um, so we talked a little bit about kind of um, having this be like an interactive, ongoing discussion. So if you guys are listening to this, really would appreciate if you uh, would send us a email through the Tonecast page under the community tab at porterpickups.com and give us your opinion mm-hmm. on that. Um, let us know. You know, no way, man. Guitar's not dying. Here's, here's why. Here's why. Here's a great new local music scene that just popped up in my town. Here's, you know, this new company I just found out about, and they're making killer stuff. And so we'd like to, we'd like to sort of hear your perspective. You know, even if you're on the outside looking in, you're not a, you know, gear company. It's it it's interesting to, as in as a consumer, we're all we all love guitar. We all buy guitars. You know, we not we don't just buy our own stuff here. We play other other things other than Porter products, you know. So um, I'm just really interested to, to hear people's thoughts. So please please do hit us up, and uh, we'll have some of those in future shows. We'll kind of tag those at the end of the show or the beginning of the show and just continue this conversation because, um, you know, in the grand scheme of things, the way that uh, we're operating here is we're trying to keep guitar alive. You know, that's one of our kind of mission statements or or founding principles that we want people to continue to be inspired by guitar and to create new music with what we make here in the shop. And, um, what about like, I guess, Marco, I kind of thought about the, um, you know, the artist end of things, you know, there's the, you know, everyone's saying, you know, that's true that a lot of the old guitar heroes are, are, are dying off and, and, you know, people are looking maybe for the next guitar guy or, or girl, and, and it's and I think there's plenty of them out there, um, especially, you know, you mentioned social media, how that's changed things. I mean, you think about these people that are phenomenal players, and now they have some, somewhat of a platform where they can let people know, show you know, show off their cool new licks or songs mm-hmm. or things like that, and all of a sudden it's like a bunch of people see these, you know, underground sort of artists, and that's that's cool to me. Like, I feel like there's new ways to to get discovered to, mm. you know, to maybe you don't get signed or maybe you don't, you know, play on a record, but you know, I know some of these Instagram guitar heroes now, which is like, they get free gear and they get, mm-hmm. you know, that, Hey, can you record a solo over my song? You know, and they'll pay, you know, they'll pay mm. this guy to do this or, you know, so to me, it's like, you know, everyone kind of wants to, 
to sit on that that you know look at these big guys that are struggling. Um, but I I do feel like you know we're we're in that we're in the fire kind of as a as a you know smaller brand that's trying to to scratch out our place in the industry and there's a ton of people like us, you know, there's a ton of people making cool stuff. And so I'm hoping that that takes over, you know, Mm -hmm. that that sort of becomes the trend is to buy from smaller companies. And, you know, maybe if the bigger, bigger guys go down, maybe there's opportunities for, for smaller companies to continue to, to move forward. So um, what are, what are ways like kind of you get inspired by guitar? I'm curious, like, you know, we, we feel like, I hate being the like having the negative attitude, but it's, I mean, it's one of those realistic things where you look at the business and you say, okay, what, you know, what's changing about our industry? You know, I, I've got several small business friends that have had to close shop over the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. And so I can't help but think about that in terms of, okay, you know, that was something about, you know, there's a million factors again to why they closed and things like that, but you know, it happened. And so, it's on my mind all the time. And you see someone, you know, Gibson, they say, you know, they have a billion dollars in sales, but they can't stay afloat. You know, it's like, I can't, I can't fathom how how that works. Um, I understand the debts and all that stuff. It's, it's all kind of relative, you know, smaller scale for, for little companies like us. But um, yeah, what have you seen um, in terms of Maybe maybe some of the negative sides, and then we'll talk about like the positive sides. You know, as far as as far as the industry, what do you think has, has have you seen as that, that has been kind of a, a bummer about the industry? Well, I mean, honestly, this is something that isn't rel- like that new. I, I know that you know Fender and Gibson are the names that you hear when you think of electric guitars, or you think you know you picture Stratocaster when you close your eyes and think of guitar. But one thing is like. I feel like they started moving away kind of from like dealers and and they had they required their dealers to like buy I don't know $10,000 or probably more worth of inventory at one time just to have the you know authorized Fender dealer or Gibson dealer you know on the list or whatever. So it's like they've even been trying to move away from the smaller mom and pop stuff you know because it, it's you know less people are inclined to go or i mean that's that was the conception the 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 notion that that people would rather just go to guitar center where they have lots of options or or whatever and even now that that's kind of looking kind of bleak but i don't know i just think that there was the the charge to kind of move away from that stuff and i i think it's been awesome to see so many people um smaller businesses and i mean when i encountered porter pickups you know, it's like I, I heard about them way before I even knew where any of this was or what we were doing over here. But it, it almost just, um, hmm. I, I don't know, it, it it's like they've stopped looking at the little people, but now because of social media and everybody's got their their ability to put in their two cents and the platforms to do it, you know, to build their portfolios there on Instagram, you know, you can teach lessons in a minute and, you know, just show the chords and, and that's like your, those are your credentials. That's like your, your artist portfolio is if you were a, like a, a, like a painting kind of artist and, and you're able to, you still have a voice, you're able to exist and, and be, a be able to create. And, and that's also helped, I think, smaller businesses, you know, uh, you know, Porter Pickups is really good about making videos and and just posting little snippets of the day and what's going on. And I think that's great. I think 
people would rather shop at smaller places as opposed to the big box stores where because the customer service thing is is a real thing, you know. Someone calls, they're going to talk to you on the phone, you know. Brian Porter, the the guy that designed all these pickups and has been doing it for for so long. Yeah, it's it's I think that's definitely on the, you know, an encouraging side is that um, you know, indie businesses are are figuring out ways to to do what they love to do, um uh, to create new products and be innovators um, and actually you know, none of us are, are getting rich at doing this thing, but we're we're supporting our families and employees and things like that. And so it's um it's been really cool to see that, um, to see like this new wave. Even I've I've seen like the bigger stores like Sweetwater's starting to carry like boutique stuff and the more indie kind of stuff. And so people are sort of noticing that that wow, there's like a new, you know, there's a new wave, a new trend of of these companies that are really making some waves, you know, like JHS pedals and Walrus and, you know, Keeley's been around for a while, but Wampler pedals, you know, those kind of pedal companies that have now become major players mm-hmm. in the pedal industry that all started around the time that we started. All They were all, um, you know, just regular guys that were trying to fill a need to solve a problem. And um, I think that, you know, and like you said, there's tools now to, to do that. And, um, you know, maybe... Maybe it's everything is just spread out. You know, we know how many options we have as guitar players. Uh, we know that now there's a bunch of digital stuff and there's a bunch of, um, you know, versions of a tube screamer that you can buy if you need a pedal. It's like, wow, you have so many choices. Um, and so, so uh, you know, I've heard a lot that there's more guitars being made than people are buying, and I think, I think that's true. I mean, I think that manufacturing has increased and improved so much now guitars, you know, millions of guitars being made overseas and new new companies cropping up here all the time. And so I, I kind of wonder ultimately if if it's really dying or if it's if it's like, you know, production has kind of exceeded demand. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. You know, to so where it's like, like a surplus now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would you know, I would assume everything I've read is that that's true, that that more guitars are being made than than players to buy them, basically. Mm-hmm. And so you know, people will say, well, why are you guys doing a guitar? You know, that's that's not smart because... <laughs> they already make know, those, yeah. <laughs> yeah, someone already makes a guitar. Well, like, that's the point is that that we're trying to um, to keep that alive. And, and so guitar was like the next extension for us to, to create something that hopefully inspires people and keeps them playing. And, um, you know, I love talking with customers that are like, man, that's so cool. I, I just wrote this song because I love the pickups. Or I wrote this song because... You know, I just just really like the way this guitar played. You know, I went to the studio and it was like, man, the studio guy was like, I've never heard anything like that. You know, and just just things like that where it's like, for us, it's kind of like big picture is important, I think. But every single customer that that enjoys what they get from us, at least, and, and I know other gear companies are this way, but they, you know, that inspires us to keep going, mm-hmm. inspires us to keep creating cool stuff um, to, you know, provide as much cool stuff as we can. So I think, you know, just the fact that, like we said, we've recorded this twice, I think I'm I'm even more, like, optimistic, I guess. I, I don't think I was super negative in the first version of, of this, but it's kind <laughs> of like, you know, if I had to look at this topic, you know, there's always room for improvement. You know, there, there's things that could help the guitar kind of rise again to more prominence. It could be a, a you know... A, an artist that plays, you know, 
you know, how many people, you know, when Bruno Mars played guitar, people were like, oh my gosh, you know, guitar is cool. You know, it's just like, but he's like, you know, like a pop guy. And so having someone like that that picks up a guitar, it's like, wow, you know, all these people now are introduced to, that they didn't know about guitar, but it's like, it's, it's cool. It's more tangible. It's cool now. It's like, it's desirable. And that's kind of the way that a lot of us picked up guitar. There was a reason that we wanted to play. And so I think all these companies are creating, you know, creating that reason, creating that inspiration. And so we'd also love to uh, get your feedback about some of those companies you feel like are, you know, are doing that well, um, that are inspiring you right now as a guitar player. Um, as in addition to what we talked about, kind of having those thoughts of, of, you know, what do you, what's your perspective on the industry? And um, we'd love your comments. We'd love, love all of that stuff. That would be really much, much appreciated, I think, as, as we, you know, we don't mind just sitting here talking to each other, but, um, you know, interaction type stuff on the show and, and kind of user feedback, all that kind of stuff is what we really want. You know, we want to engage with you guys. Um, we want this to be a chance to kind of let you get to know us. Um, you've been listening to me on the show for a long time. So now, now hopefully you can get to know Marco a little bit more. And, um, if you've seen, I want to just give you a little plug here too. Um, (laughs) If you've seen Marco, uh, he's the long-haired dude on the uh, the latest YouTube videos. He's played on quite a bit of those, um, so you don't have to see my face as much anymore. You can see see Marco rocking out on mix those. it up a bit. <laughs> yeah, mix it up a bit. I just play the same rehashed licks over and over again. So it's nice to have some new some new sounds coming through the uh, the demo room here. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but you can check those out on YouTube.com backslash Porter Pickups. Uh, we're trying to do uh, weekly content on YouTube as well. And, and I think we're talking through kind of some more how-to technical videos, things like that, as well as uh, eventually recording the, the podcast on video. So I think we've got to work, work up some courage to that so yeah. we can just like watch us talk instead of listen, <laughs> you know, when we roll our eyes at each other and, and, and make faces and, and all that kind of stuff. So we will eventually do some of those kind of podcasts. Um, we're work, working on a couple interviews uh, for upcoming shows and things like that. But uh, again, we'd love your feedback. We'll be posting this all around. Um, if you're listening on iTunes, thanks for downloading the show. Thanks for uh, being a part of this show. Uh, we really are excited again to bring it back. Um, you know, and this year we've got a lot of great plans for this year in terms of new shows, new topics, and ideas. Um, all that stuff. So again, we appreciate you guys listening and thanks so much. And we will catch you next time. Good one, guys.